Good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRN AM for Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. Our top story today, rebuilding your life after a gray divorce. And joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Dr. Anne Gold Bouchot is a clinical psychologist. She's also the author of The Parent's Guide to Bird Nesting. Anne, it's great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Let's let's talk about. Uh, I want to get into the, the the what we need to know about potentially agreeing divorce. But let's start with a basic definition. How would you define a gray divorce? People sometimes define it as over fifty, over fifty five, over sixty five. Generally, it's people later in life um, that it's a it's a trend of increasing divorce among that age group as compared to younger people, which is a decreasing trend. Yeah, and, and I guess I'm, is this, you said it's an increasing trend. Um, how, how much has it increased? Because um, I find it kind of curious that people in later in life, when you need a partner or would like a partner, uh, but, but how, how increasing is the trend? Well, it's tripled since 1990. Wow. So that is significant. And that's mostly baby boomers. And is there any reason why that you can find or in, in, in research or your own evidence, why people have decided that they reach age 50 and above and they want to kind of go their separate ways with their partner? I think a big piece of it is life expectancy. That when the children, when they have an empty nest, when the kids have launched, they're looking at another 30 years and they're looking at their partner and saying, do I really want to do this um, with this person? Um, they're more financially secure usually at that age. So it's not as financially challenging. I mean, it is challenging, but it's not as daunting. It's more complicated to untangle all that if it's been a long-term marriage. Um, but people change as they get older. And when they're looking at a longer life expectancy, they see a whole other chapter ahead and very often, I think, are looking for something new, more romance, something more exciting. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess if you spend a lot of time it, together with a partner over the years, maybe, and you're spending all your time uh, focusing on your children or your job or both of your jobs, I guess this, your paths can diverge a little bit. Are, are there challenges for for people going through this? Um, I, you mentioned some of the financial challenges, but what are some of the general challenges that people going through this, uh, men, women, um, whatever the couple uh, that they go through? I think there are many challenges. One is you've had a, um, a lifetime with a partner. A great divorce is usually after a long-term marriage. And so untangling not only the financial piece, but the social piece, the changing relationships with adult children uh, it, and a whole new lifestyle. Most people after divorce, you know, their lifestyle gets cut back. They don't live quite at the same standard of living that they lived at before. Sometimes they um, are in their intention is to find a new partner. Sometimes there already is a new partner and that's kind of led to the breakup. For older women in particular, um, they're more likely to have to find work 
Um, maybe they've been home raising their children and have not worked in many years. Um, and now at an age when many are looking at retirement, they're looking at getting a job just to make ends meet. Yeah, and, and you almost, let's take women, for example, and I know my mother, she relaunched her career um, around that time and had a very successful f fundraising career. I mean, it is certainly possible for people uh, given the long, I mean, we're, look, we're living longer retirement, even though we're, the retirement age is quote unquote 65, there's a lot left in the gas tank in and, and reinvention, doing something you love doesn't sound so bad. It doesn't if that's your, if that's your goal. But in my experience, often there's one person in the marriage that really wasn't thinking about divorce. And if that is the wife, which it often is, um, they are faced with a whole new vision, having to completely revisualize their future. And, and if that means going back to work, for example, I worked with a woman who had only taught school for a year before she got married. And she assumed that her husband would take care of her forever. He was in the medical world. And when they divorced because he wanted another relationship and more romance, she was forced to go back to work. And she said, I don't know computers. I don't know technology. How can I go back to teaching kids when the world has changed in the 30 years since I taught school. And I think that's not an uncommon experience for women. But I think women can be creative. I had another client who began to make candy in her kitchen and to sell it. And she was really successful. So I think women can and do recover and they might have to be creative about how they do that at that age. And I need to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about a great divorce and get some tips uh, to help you on your way. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN.
the Broadcast Retirement Network. Welcome back. We're joined this morning by Dr. Anne Gold Bouchot, a clinical psychologist. Anne, thanks so much for staying with us. Really appreciate you hanging around for segment number two this morning. Glad to be here. Uh, you know, so let, let's talk about, I want to go back to something that we were talking about early on in segment one, and that is maybe some differing opinions between the generations. So we're talking about a gray divorce, but how do maybe younger generations, first of all, I think they, a lot of them get married a little bit later, but how do they perceive the you know, divorce and, and gray divorce? Well, the way they, in their own divorce experience, they're more likely to have to work on co-parenting. They more often have children at home. They're less often um, in, in financial complications. They may not have huge assets yet um, or any assets yet. So, uh, and they're also more likely to look for new relationships. They're younger, so they're they're you know more resilient, more ready to move on. And if they made a mistake the first time, they're they're going to be optimistic. Unfortunately, the divorce rate goes up with each subsequent marriage, so it doesn't always work out for them. Um, but they the primary concern I think with younger people and their divorces is the co-parenting and the how to um, ensure that the kids don't suffer from the divorce. Does, does that answer your question? Ben? Yeah, that was great. Um, that, let's, let's kind of shift gears now. I wanna talk about maybe some ways to mitigate the challenges. I know you have a new book coming out and you've really looked in depth about how to kind of set sail in, the, in these gray divorces. How, how, do you, how do you do this successfully? Because I think to your point, there can always be one party that wants this more than the other, leaving the other party feeling lost. Fo how do they focus? How do they regain their footing? So what are some tips and tricks, for lack of a better term, to get people through this? Well, I think when we think about recovery, we're thinking about emotional recovery. We're also thinking about financial considerations, how people recover financially, and, and also about how they recover uh, socially, how they rebuild their lives. It's really about creating a new identity. So I think once people get through the legal process of divorce, they're going to need to focus on creating a, some realistic goals for the future. And whether that's in terms of physical health, whether that's in terms of emotional health and getting the support that they need or their financial issues that we talked about earlier. So uh, they need to have a strong support system. You, when you go through a divorce, you have to have people you can talk to who are not your children. Um, and so uh, whether that's good friends, family, whether that's a therapist, getting through the divorce emotionally is key. And I think the statistics are it takes a year or two. So if what what people are afraid of is becoming old and bitter and you know bitter for a lifetime that doesn't have to happen through self care through exploring new things through developing new interests or maybe going back to some interests that you left behind some hobbies that maybe you had dropped um <clears throat> spending time with friends creating a new routine having some structure to the day and making sure that 
you um, get some exercise and that you have good nutrition and, you know, all the things that your doctor will tell you, good sleep, but also good social connections. Yeah. And, and I want to ask you, because oftentimes when you are a couple, you have friends that are couples. When there's a split, sometimes those other couples may have a different difficult time. You know, they don't want to side with one over the other. How do you how do you mitigate that? Because in a way, when you're splitting, you could be losing some of those friends, right? You may not you may have developed friends together. So how do you how do you handle that? Well, first of all, when the people that I've worked with, I've really counseled them to not divide up their friends, that friends shouldn't need to take sides. And for people who are going through a collaborative divorce or mediation, they're more likely to be okay with that. But I think people also, when they develop new interests, they're going to make new friends. They're, they could join a divorce group if they felt like it, or a hiking club or a book club or you know whatever they decide to do in terms of keeping busy and putting some structure and stability back in their lives, they may be able to make new friends as well. I counsel people to talk to their friends and say, you know, just because we're separating doesn't mean that one of us has to be at fault or one of us doesn't have to be the victim. Yeah, I mean, those are those are that's really important. That's a mindset and um, you have to have and a lot of people may look at divorce or may have looked at divorce as a defeat. I wasn't able to do this because of this with this person, but but maybe it's the mindset of looking at this as a challenge. This is a new phase of life. And to be that eternal optimist rather than, as you said, that bitter, pessimistic person. Look, we all go through ups and downs of life. Of, of life. We're all beat up. We all get nicks. I got a lot of nicks. We all have nicks. But it's really having the right mindset that kind of power through that will set you on the right path forward. Yeah, I, that's right. And I think some people come out of a divorce feeling like I'm a failure. And I would say, no, you're not the failure. There may be things you need to take responsibility for, but you're not a failure. The marriage was a failure. And those are two very different things. Yeah. And we're going to have to leave it there. Really great to talk to you. Thanks so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to? Drop us a line and don't forget, for all the latest curated news and lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more, all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content? Well, then visit our website. We're back again tomorrow with another edition of BRNAM. We'll have a very special guest and, of course, a great topic. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.